0: the triangle podcast welcome back couchguysports.com kurt schilling episode number 38 the hall of famer should be hall of famer kurt schilling number 38 couchguysports.com of course follow everything there follow us itunes spotify everywhere else you can freaking find podcasts now we're back it's been a couple weeks last episode was a blast guys with the around the podcast around the diamond podcast guys uh they're now on the network which is exciting al you're 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 looking at me like you're ready to fall. Are you going to fall asleep while I talk? Are you, are you no, be okay? no,
1: I'm just astounded by how much of an idiot you are that you don't know our own podcast, our newest baseball podcast on the network. Can we can we clean it up over there, Papa Scali? Can we, can we I, clean it up? It's been a long day. Cle- clean it up.
0: I mean, for those of you who, don't, there's no video for this podcast, so you can't actually watch this. We're with Alan in his bedroom right now. It's fun times. He's chilling in his bed, getting ready to go to sleep um yes and you're gonna be sleeping too right after this you said you're probably. tired so i am you can see it in my eyes i am quite tired so uh, disclaimer uh, we're
1: in separate houses don't get any thoughts you freaks
0: i mean maybe.
1: maybe i mean we could have a sleep we could have a sleepover we
0: could have a sleepover, <laughs> have a sleepover. that'd be fun not right now we're not no, vaccinated but what, yet but, no,
1: but once we both get vaccinated we can have some fun times
0: i won't get vaccinated till like september so it's fine anyway, I
1: I'll, I'll, I'll come down on a weekend
0: okay i like it zach Sorry, not happening. Kay. I'm here for right. the fun. Zach's had a heck of a day on Toya. Oh, yeah. awesome. Zach's had a heck of a day, um, but Zach, you know what? It's a Red Sox podcast. Well, I, I won't, won't bring up I... the fact that Tom Brady's the greatest of all time. I won't. Okay. I don't here need to we do go that. again. Oh my
2: god! I don't, don't need to do that. The, just get on the show. Yes, Tom Brady is because... the go. There you go. <laughs> Moving on. Bye.
1: God,
0: <laughs> Man, assholes.
1: Look at look at look at how beat ready is Jared. I'm right from now. New look Hampshire.
0: Our... I'm from New Hampshire. I, I do not care. <laughs> Don't categorize me with Alan. I'm not a mass hole. I probably act like one sometimes, but I'm not all the time. Oh, no,
1: no, no. You no, you are a mass hole at heart.
0: <laughs> I was born in mass. I was lived in a so mass right obviously. So let's be real. Oh,
1: I was just about to ask what part. That, ex- that explains. Okay,
0: I'm a Thuwin boy. Um, All right. <laughs> yeah. Red Sox. Not a greatest of all time podcast. There's not much to talk about. Like it's been a couple weeks. weeks. Um, we'll probably go, we, we haven't really discussed this. We'll start going every week once there's content, probably after opening day at this point, because there's not much, there's no news. Um, th- there's a couple of things we can talk about. One, I kind of want to talk about Michael Chavis and we can start there. Um, he was asked this week about his spot on the team and all this stuff. And he basically came out and said, you know, I don't have a spot on the team. I'm working towards that. Like, it feels like, you know, I have to earn that spot and it kind of feels like he does. Um, I'll give Michael Chavis some credit. He said that out loud that he he came out and said, I don't think I actually have a spot on this team because someone in his position, you know, he has a nickname, he's the ice horse, all this stuff. Someone in his position could have said, oh, I'm the first baseman or whatever of this team. Like, I know I belong on this team, blah, blah. Like He said I doesn't have a spot on the team, which honestly, guys, right now, if on the outside looking in, we don't have that many reports, we're not down there. Michael Chavis looks like he might be starting the year in Worcester if all things that, pan out.
1: And isn't that amazing to think about because he was a guy that when he came up here, like we talked about last week, he's a guy that can drive the ball really well, good gap hitter, a guy that can hit for power and hit your home runs. But the thing is, there's no position for him. First base is going to be taken care of by Dahlbeck. Second base is going to be taken care of by Hernandez most of the time. So unless he's like a guy that's going to get in every like three or four games, you know, like we said, where, where can he be productive on this team? Unless you tra- try to make a trade. Or that's way I, I don't almost- say
0: you trade him. That's a waste, though. You almost want to put him down in A to let him show off a little bit, and then trade him because people have seen him be successful in the majors. Like people know yeah. he can hit the crap out of the ball, and he's a decent defender, especially at first base, even third base sometimes. Like he's versatile enough. There's right. just no. Whole, they, they just thought he's going to be the first baseman here, and then Bobby Dahlbach came out of nowhere and actually figured it out. Yeah, and, and get the, get the
1: value up so you can sell him for something if you want to.
0: Exactly. So look, I, I love Michael James, and I wish there was a spot for him, but I think Bobby Dahlbach has kind of. Oh, yeah. pushed him aside no questions asked like he's hitting the crap out of the ball he's very good he's pretty good defensively um I think that's where Dahlbeck could obviously improve but you're, you have a, a stud guy who can hit the crap out of the ball at a younger age than Michael Chavis who's actually a first baseman like it it makes sense and now you think about it and then you only have to worry about second base for a very long time um and even then like if Jeter Downs comes up then your your, your infield for the foreseeable future is Rafi Devers, Daniel Vogart's. After Kiki Hernandez is Downs and then Bobby Dobak, and you're set for a very long time. You have a young core, and that's what Heimblum is trying to do.
1: And don't forget, if you want to move Devers too, once JD Martinez is gone, you want to move Devers to full-time DH, you can put Tristan Cassis at third base, and that's even more of a youth movement for yeah. the
0: first for the for the future. Which wouldn't shock me because Rafi Devers but defensive ability is 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 questionable at best.
1: He cannot field, he cannot throw. He literally looks like a 12-year-old. We joke and say he's 13 years old, but he he doesn't look good out there.
2: Or did say that Chavez wasn't gonna be for the outfield too. It was just um the infield. I think he did say that like earlier today. So there's yep. definitely a possibility he
0: starts out in triple A. Well, I mean, and you look at the what they brought in, they don't necessarily need him to play the outfield. Exactly. Like you mm-hmm. have the guys there who can rotate out there. You're gonna have obviously Renfro, Verdugo. Uh, Marwin Gonzalez is here. You have Kiki Hernandez who can play the outfield at some points like Jenny Martinez in a pinch can go out there. He won't, but like that's, that's a last resort type thing. Like there's guys and there's enough guys on this team who can play the outfield that they don't need Chavis to rotate out there as much. They don't need him to play first base, third base second. They, they have the guys to fill these spots and it, it does kind of suck because you've watched him be electric in times and he can hit the crap out of the ball and you wish there was a spot, but the only place I could see him possibly being if JD Martinez wasn't here would be the DH. Like I could see him yeah. if he wasn't, if JD Martinez didn't stay, which would have been so dumb of him considering the money that he's making to opt in. Like it would have been dumb for JD to leave. But if JD did leave, I could have seen what you just said, out either. Devers DHs or Chavis DHs this year. Let's Devers stay in the field. But there really is no logical spot for the guy.
1: There's not. And, and one other thing, and off topic really quick, this was something that Kike Hernandez said. He said not going to lie, I want to be the leadoff guy for this team. Do we like the fact that Kike really wants that leadoff spot or are we on the bandwagon of maybe Alex Verdugo should be a leadoff hitter? I just wanted to do your guys' thoughts on that real quick.
0: Go ahead, Zach.
2: I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to the idea. Um, obviously he's doing good in spring training. We'll get to that in a little bit, I know. But it also takes the pressure off of Verdugo too. And all those top guys to like get themselves more time to prepare for this. Like we obviously tried it with Ben intended. It didn't work so well with him. Clearly not. So the fact that he wants to lead off is good, is good to me because it shows like he he's right to like take the next step and like be that number one guy to lead off. So I'm, I'm all for it. And if it doesn't work out, go back to Verdugo. It doesn't hurt. Plus, you're, it's only gonna be the be obviously where season hasn't even started yet, so it's not like these games are like must win. Yes, I know every game is a must win in the MLB, but it wasn't like the shortened season where it was crucial. But yeah, like just to wrap it up, I have Jared to say something. Um, I'm all for it. Like I said, it takes the pressure off the Verdugos, the other guys in that lineup, and I. I do like that how a new face is willing to step up to the play and no pun intended and um go for it all here. Pun was intended.
0: Um look, I I, I, I like I like the versatility. <laughs> it Zach, the pun was intended, I can tell. Um uh, look, the, the versatility is great. Like the fact that you can like, either of them hit lead off to me is great. And I think they'll do that. Like I don't think this lineup's gonna be set all year. Um, I think you you might if say Hernandez leads off and Kiki is that guy for a little bit. I could see Verdugo being the guy maybe down the road. Like, I, I don't think it's gonna be set in stone, like say Mookie Betts was your leadoff hitter when he was here. Like Mookie Betts was your leadoff hitter. But but like even when Ben and last like Ben and was your leadoff hitter, but it didn't work. Like I, I think they they are both built to be leadoff hitters. I think they both had the right stuff to be leadoff hitters. I think I'd rather Kike Hernandez be your leadoff hitter than Verdugo because speed's there. Um he has the ability to run the bases very well And, I like Verdugo's bat better. So there's more chances for RBIs with Verdugo hitting second than, say, Verdugo gets on and then Kiki comes up. Less of a chance for an RBI there, right? So I think that has something to do with it. I think mean, they both can get on base. I think they both have their own way to get on base a lot. So that kind of washes out for me. And that obviously, that's a big thing in baseball with the leadoff hitters. Just get your ass on first base or second base and go from there and let the guys behind you hit you in. I think Kiki Hernandez will do anything possible to get on base and he's a smart guy. He knows the game, and he can report back to those hitters, three, four hitters, even if he gets out, to, to kind of see what's going on that day. So, look, I think I'd rather Kiki Hernandez, and primarily it's because of the, um, the fact that Verdugo's bat is just that much better, I think.
2: I'm just, I'm just saying a good example is with the Yankees, with DJ LeMahieu, You have that solid leadoff guy who gets, to get, who gets on base pretty much every single time. And then you have, you roll out your big guys, Judd, Stan, all of Glaber, and you have a chance to score off in the first inning. So, like, if you put Kike as a leadoff hitter and he starts to rack up those numbers, you have Verdugo, you have Devers, you have Martinez, you have Bogart just waiting to get him home and even go even more beyond that. So, I just feel like that would be another good example to think about as well.
0: Guys, this lineup could be dangerous. Yeah. Um you Stackery sent us uh the Boston Strong Twitter account just their their projected lineup or what they would have liked to see. And, Great and I kind of like way. it. Yeah, Zolfo. I love Boston Strong. Um they they wrote their opening day roster or lineup as of now. Kiki verdugo Bogarts, Martinez, Devers, Dalbeck, Gonzalez, marwin Gonzalez, uh, Renfro and then Vasquez doing the catching. That's a really solid yeah. lineup in the american league mm-hmm. like i trust all the way down to dahlbeck so one through six
1: i would even trust out first, of
0: the ball I would and even, even gonzalez seven. yeah one through seven and even renfro at times like you potentially one through seven if not one through eight and then if, if vasquez is hitting nine like we know vasquez can hit the ball um we saw it last year that was a big reason why he kept playing so if vasquez is your nine hitter that is a big upgrade from where you were last year obviously Anything from Jackie, anything from Jackie Bradley hitting ninth is an upgrade. Uh, Again, I still wish he was here, but like, obviously you can't hit. So Vasquez is your nine hitter. Those bottom that they can really, I can see Vasquez. And that's a, that's a kind of an understatement that I didn't even look at when we, when you send this to me, Zach was Vasquez at the bottom of the lineup could really start some two out rallies, some mm -hmm. bottom of the bottom of the lineup kind of spurts where they both Renfro sneaks on, um, and then Vasquez hit, hits a double or triple or dinger, and then you go to the top of the line. Like,
1: well, well also, how about this too? If this guy is ready, right? We've talked about him before, Jaron Duran. If he's ready by say June or July, you could sub out easily Duran for Renfro. Put Vasquez eight, Duran nine. You'd Jaron Duran at ninth. Leadoff. Yeah, Durant, and that yeah. would be your second leadoff hitter, If
0: exactly. that makes
1: your lineup that much better because you move yeah. Vasquez up a spot and mm-hmm. you have a speedy guy down at the lineup. I have no problem opening Dave. Vasquez hitting nine, because like you guys said, his offensive input has been going up the past couple of years. But if you yep. can get a speedy guy like Jaron Duran, you have an outfield of Duran, Gonzalez, and Verdugo. That's pretty good in the American League.
0: For sure. And then you have Renfro there who can still play when needed, which is more of his role, right? Like, if you bring exactly. Jaron Duran up, Renfro be- fits into what he should be as a platoon outfielder, fourth option. That's what I thought. He'd when they brought Renfro in, that's what I thought he would be. And then they decide to not keep an attendee. So now he's your everyday, whatever, right fielder, yeah. whatever wherever they're going to put him. So look, I love that thought because I think everyone knows that Jaron Durant will probably be up here at some point this year. Um, whether the team's good or not, I, just, I think at some point you need to, you're going to have to inject some life into this outfield at some point this year. Um, and I think they're going to want him to do it more than going outside the organization to do it. Because they do believe he's their next center fielder, and I think you're seeing. I mean, even spring training, is killing it. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll take it slow. I don't think he'll start in the big leagues. I think he'll start down with, with the Woo Socks and, and get some reps down there um, with the rest of that stacked lineup. Like I remember, so backstory here: I'm I'm a New Hampshire boy, and the Fisher Cats are up here, so the Double A affiliate of the Toronto Blue Jays. So when like all those guys were in Double A, Vlad Jr. and all those guys got to see them a lot because they were down the street i live like 15 minutes from that ballpark that team was stacked and they won their double a championship like no problem i fully expect that to be how the woo Sox are treated this year like they're going to be like so talented in the triple a system that even this time next year we'll be talking about half that team coming up to playing on the red Sox roster um and that that's where that young talent is so look for all the people that want to bash on Heim, they're doing the right thing because they have some good pieces in place. Um, you see these guys like Pavetta, Tanner, how all these guys are, are hucking the crap out of the ball. Um, they, they're not as far away as people think in terms of younger talent and prospects coming up. Um, I think the biggest thing they're hurting for is is more pitching, but they, I don't know if you guys disagree with me, but they have the positional players for the future. Like, they're they have a young core in waiting um some of them are already here right we talk about it some of them are here with with Bogarts and Devers and and those guys but Jeter Downs um and those, like Duran those guys they're down there and they're they're gonna be good Connor Wong maybe if he's your future catcher like there's even a guy behind Vasquez so they're pretty good in the field and the position size I, I think the biggest thing you are gonna have to figure out is DH but if you move Devers or Dahlbeck one of those guys can be your long-term DH um so they just got to figure out the pitching and the more I'm talking about this, the more I'm thinking maybe they are going to be good next. I mean, they'll be good this year, but maybe they are a contender next year or the year after based off of what I'm seeing, if these young guys actually do pan out, which we all think they will based off what we've seen. I have a question about the pitching. Pass. Yeah, well, yeah, big time pitching.
2: Do you think he'd be a bench player for us this year, possibly? Who? Duran.
0: Um, I don't think they'll bring him up to play him every day initially. Um, I, My hope is if they bring him up, Though when he plays, I, I hope his first time in is a start, though. Like, I hate when they bring guys up and they're like, sit on the bench. Oh, right, now go in. And, they, and, the, and the first time he plays is he's cold. He's been sitting on the bench and then he has to go in and play defense or whatever. Like, I want Jaron Duran. He's the guy, right? He's the future center fielder. I want him not to say be treated like it, but I want him to walk into the ballpark, know he's playing that night, get his mind right, get in and get early and get some food. Like, I want his routine to be normal so that he can show off in that first game. Like, I don't want him to walk in, not play, not, st- and then eighth inning go in and play defense and look like crap because he wasn't ready. Because these young kids, like, they're not necessarily mature enough to have that routine down for coming in off the bench. Like, say, if, to use the example, like, if you take J.D., if J.D. Martinez doesn't play, and then he ends up needing to pinch hit later or go into the field for any reason, probably just pinch hit, though, you're he has a routine in place he knows his body he knows what he needs to do to get ready and he knows and he can go to Cora and say hey you got to give me like an inning heads up just for my body's sake great no worries but like if you're duran do you have those kind of stones yet no, no. like you're not going to have that routine you're not going to have the ball so go to go alex cora the world series champion manager and player and go yeah you need to give me an inning man he's not going to do that so i'd rather him be the guy the day of his his first play, I want him to start.
1: Yeah, Duran is going to be a long-term project because he has the speed. You know, he was hitting well in – what was he playing? The Fall League? Where's hitting well now,
0: too. uh, Or Winter League. He was playing the Winter League. Dominican?
1: That sounds right. So, I mean, the tools are there. It's just how you bring him along. And I think, Jared, you hit the nail on the head. Bring him along slowly so that way he can take over the everyday center fielder responsibility.
0: Um, yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think you got to think about Duran long-term. Like we we've seen it, like his mechanics have been fixed. Um, obviously I didn't watch the guy every day when he was in double a or whatever, but like, I think whatever they fixed before winter ball and in winter ball, like clearly worked. Cause he's hitting the crap out of the ball. He's not a big dude. Like whoever's actually watched it, He's scrawny. Like he's not a big guy. So, and he, for him, he hit the crap out of the ball. He reminds me of like Ben Attendee, honestly, like that's the build I see with him, maybe a little, even less strong. Um, so I'm hoping that that's what it kind of, the comp won't, ends up only better. Like I hope he I hope he ends up being what Benintendi was supposed to be. Um, and if that's what you get, then it's a massive win. He's not going to be Mookie Betts. Let's get over that now. Um, he's not going to be the next Mookie Betts by any means. But if he can be what Je- uh, Andrew Benintendi was supposed to be, I think that's a massive win. Um, One other thing, we, well, I think we want to touch on this quickly and then we can get out of here. Like we said, short episode tonight, <laughs> not much to go on. But um, so far, Again, not many televised games, right? Neston, I've had, I think I've watched like three games on Neston too. Uh, some national games, mostly radio. They don't want us to watch baseball this time of year, apparently. Um, oh, so far impressions from you too on what we've seen. Are you more optimistic about what we have going into the year? Are you still doubtful? Um, I know two weeks ago on on this show I said they make the playoffs. I'm still holding to that, um, but like. Are you more optimistic about what you've seen since and just this spring compared to what we thought they'd be like coming into spring training?
1: Um, I'm a little more optimistic about certain guys contributing, like Marlon Gonzalez obviously having two home runs today from both sides of the plate. That's a great Mm -hmm. sign. Adam Ottavino, I think, had two Ks in his debut. So that's another thing that's really going to be fun to watch, especially if he turns into the closer that we so desperately need. But other than that, I mean, the games haven't been televised. These games don't mean anything. Usually by the fourth inning, you're seeing guys that you never even heard of. So that, that there's not much else to base it off of, in my opinion.
2: Well, for me, um, I get it. It's spring training only, but I am feeling much better than I was in the offseason. I can tell you that much. Um, again, I know it's spring training. They're going up against pitchers who probably won't even be in the, tri- in the, in the MLB this year. But you see these guys performing, like Marlon Gonzalez, Kike. All these new guys are contributing to the team. Um, the only thing that worries me is the pitching, obviously. Um, Richards is what we thought it was going to be. Incon- not inconsistent, but not Nothing like – Nothing special. Yeah, thank you for that. And But you know what? I look at like Tanner Houck and these guys who could step up probably. And they could make a wild card push. Again, I know it's only the freaking spring train, but they look good. They really do look good from what I've seen. And if they can just, like, start out fast from the gate, they have the Orioles coming in, that's a good – I know. well, I shouldn't say that because it's the Orioles. But if you, like, start, like, these next 15 games, like, with a good record, I think fans are going to be feeling good about this team because, let's face it, they were awful to watch the last few years. Mm-hmm. well last you can't, wor-
1: can't get much worse
2: exactly especially with erod being back he's been looking good too so yep. if they can just put up the runs i know i said this said on the show before some games are down four nothing in the first inning so if the pitching has been can do a solid job i think not seem to be a wild card team i really do
0: I have a quick question for you guys, and this kind of relates to what I think they've been. I I think they've been impressive for what spring training can be. Like I'm I'm one to still say spring training games don't matter too much, except for just getting arms ready, like getting your arm strength, especially pitching. Like you get your BP reps, you get your you get your quick at bats at the plate, and then positional players play like two innings and then they go home. They don't even stay for the whole game. Like spring training is for the pitchers and the managers to figure out the back end of organization. Like it's not much, except just to get your body right, but. I actually just saw this athletic um, article, athletic article, and it's basically just titled "The Reality of Being Odd Man Out for the Red Sox: Michael Javis and Tanner Houck." Michael Javis, we talked about. I agree. Do we really think Tanner Houck is an odd man out right now? The way he's throwing the ball, um, they they said they view him as a starter. They don't have that much depth there. Do we really believe that Tanner Houck is an odd man out right now? I
2: don't know because, like he's like we said, Richards isn't doing anything special, so. I feel like he has a chance. he has an advantage over him there. I mean, obviously, Eras gonna be our second guy. Sale's gonna be your A's when he comes back. Um, Perez will be your third and fourth guy. Valdi, yeah, be that, but
0: especially to start though, like Hulk's gonna be here, right? Like with Sale especially gone for a little bit more. I hope so. I, <laughs> I don't mean, know.
1: He, I don't know. He he might start in AAA. He
0: might, which is crazy because him him and Pavetta, but both. I mean him and Hulk. Um, Hulk I especially him has been so solid. Like I know you're not going to do this to Richards because you signed him, but like Pavetta and Hulk, I think I'd rather right now than Richards the way, I mean, again, it's spring training. Like, I don't want to take too much stock in it, but they, they clearly value how cause his fastball is very impressive and it's gotten, it's gained some speed. I think he said they were topping at like 98 recently. And I, I don't think he was up there late last year. So um there's a lot of moving parts. That's for sure. Um, and I, and I think we're going to figure out, in the next couple weeks what where we're standing spring training ends in a few weeks here right opening day is april first april first april second april first yeah um so really the month turns we're in real-time baseball against the wonderful baltimore orioles um but hey we're gonna have fans of fenway 12 capacity the texas rangers just can't screw it and let everybody yes. let everybody in because texas is being dumb about everything um so the texas rangers they won't fill the place they're they said this today they're allowing full capacity games, and they will do socially distanced sections here and there throughout the season here and there. So one, they won't fill the stadium anyway. So no worries. Got down there in Texas. You're not going to sell out down there. Um, But they announced that they're going to do full game. But anyway, can't teach idiots. But Red Sox will have fans at Fenway Park, which is going to be a nice sight to see. Uh, the Bruins and Celtics and here in town as well are also getting fans. So we're getting some normalcy back and one other sense of normalcy will be April 1st opening day will not be delayed till God knows when today we're actually recording on the, the year anniversary of the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Uh, there will,
0: there will not be a turn away of spring training. There will not be a cut the season down to 62 games, whatever it was. Um, we're having a full baseball season boys and it's going to be fun. Um, I we'll probably end yeah. up just doing a week. like, yeah, what was the gonna,
1: yeah that's that that makes a lot of sense you guys are gonna have to keep me updated opening day i might not be able to watch it unfortunately but that's a different conversation
0: yeah the teacher life the teacher yeah life. pt conferences oh um, those are fun those are fun uh, yep. yeah yeah I'll, I'll have them right April here first. on my second monitor it'll be a fun time um <laughs> alan sir good luck on your uh first shot tomorrow as we record Thank Zach, you, when sir. you get yours tomorrow too you both get tomorrow. I'm the odd man out in this world, man. I'm going to wait until like September. So, congrats to you boys for starting the vaccination process. All of you, hopefully, stay safe. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Or Red Sox. See you guys.